Charlie Brown, a Charlie Brown. I can't believe it. She must think I'm the most stupid person alive. Come on, Charlie Brown. I'll hold the ball and you kick it. Hold it? Ha! You'll pull it away and I'll land flat on my back and kill myself. But Charlie Brown, come on, Charlie Brown. Well, if it's that important. Besides, she wouldn't try to trick me on a holiday. It's time I'm gonna kick that football clear to the moon. Knock, knock, knock. Here comes the doc. It's the NCNC podcast with your host, Doc Carter. Hi, folks. Doc Carter with you. It is 9.18 a.m. on what is going to be a hot and muggy September 12th, 2019. I am sick of the heat. I'm sick of the humidity. And I may be like you in that I am also sick of the humanity or the lack of humanity that we are getting from our Republican leadership. Now, what am I speaking of? I'm speaking directly to a Lucy move that happened yesterday uh, on September 11th, 2019 in the North Carolina State Legislature. Um, Let me give this update to you if you're not aware of the situation via the words of NCAE president and uh, friend of the show, Mark Jewell. Mark Jewell sent an email out to members of NCAE informing us yesterday that this morning At the General Assembly, House Republicans called a surprise vote to override the governor's veto of the conference budget. So we know we've had this sort of budget impasse for about three months now. Uh, The governor doesn't like what the House and Senate have put forward. They don't like what he's put forward. Instead of compromising and acting like adults, um, the legislature has just been trying to stall, stall, or push many budgets. Uh, And by many, I mean not multiple, but small parts of small budgets. Uh, and just sort of leave the entire bill, uh, the budget bill, sort of stalled, okay? But anyway, that yesterday there was a surprise vote to override the government's veto of the conference budget. This happened when the Democrats were at a 9-11 memorial service. And while the Democrats present vocally objected, uh, the vote was taken anyway, despite the fact that assurances were made both to Democratic leadership and to the members of the press that no votes would be taken and the vote to override the veto was successful. While the Senate must now vote to completely override the veto, today's vote makes work in sustaining the veto much more difficult. And of course, NCAE condemns this action as well they should. Here's a quote. The unbelievably deceitful conduct of House Republicans in the General Assembly this morning is nothing short of reprehensible, said Mark Jewell. By playing underhanded political games in an attempt to win at all costs, they are subverting the democratic process and destroying whatever shred of trust remained between Republicans and the people of North Carolina. At a time when many of us were taking a moment to remember the tragic events of 9-11, House Republicans called a surprise vote with nearly half of the lawmakers absent. 
This tactic smacks of the lack of integrity that has caused so many problems in our state over the past decade, from unconstitutionally gerrymandered maps to chronically underfunded public schools. But this should come as no surprise from a body that has refused to negotiate in good faith with the governor while disrespecting the dire needs of public education and educators time and time again. So this is a statement from NCAE and Mark Jewell talking about this execrable event that happened yesterday in Raleigh. And so we have evidence, actually, that Democrats and those who did not want to be there uh, because they'd rather be somewhere else were assured that because it was a holy day, not particularly a a holiday, but sort of a secular holiday uh, in American history, where many of us are reflecting on what was gained, what was lost, where we were, um, how the country changed on 9-11 years ago. They were assured that there would be no votes, and essentially they were lied to, just just completely duped, completely lied to. All right, but if you're someone like me who left the state uh, and looked at the state from afar, you've seen plenty of the articles that have already been written about the death of democracy in North Carolina, all right, and how this is basically a totalitarian oligarchy now, all right, where uh, the few seem to have as much power as they possibly can to feed the interests of the rich, the interests of the few, and the rest of us, well, who cares if the football gets pulled out from underneath us time and time again, because really, we don't matter. What matters is sustaining the power, keeping the power, growing the power among the few within the Republican Party, and uh, making sure that the oligarchs are well-fed. It's disgusting. It's one of those things, one of those many things that makes me regret coming back to North Carolina. Thank God my family is here and my kids are getting to know their family. Otherwise, I don't know that coming back to North Carolina from Washington State would have been worth it. But this is absolutely an execrable act. And I hope that if you're hearing about it for the first time here, you will do what uh, Mark Jewell and NCAE have suggested, and that is to contact your representative and to contact Speaker Tim Moore. Yes, so Tim Moore, the Speaker of the North Carolina House, would have been one of the orchestrators, if not the main orchestrator here. His legislative office is 919-733-3451, and his district office is 704-739-1221. His email is tim.moore at ncleg.net. Let him know how you feel about this. Uh, If you're listening, and I know I'm certainly going to email a link to this episode to Tim Moore, uh, I just got to say I am disgusted. I've heard about how you're in the pockets of certain entities and what have you, and I've seen the editorial cartoons and the guy with the big face mask, bobblehead thingy-do in Raleigh. You know, and I'm always like, okay, well, you know, that's sort of the political game. Uh, But this, this was dirty. It was underhanded. All right, this is the type of thing you see when you clean a diaper, all right? And it is execrable and inexcusable. You, Tim Moore, you disgust me based on this action. And Tim Moore, you are not alone. As you well know, nothing happens via uh, one person in Raleigh. So let's take a look at some of the other execrable Republicans who were there. I'm at North Carolina General Assembly's website. I'm going to read you the House roll call for the vote, uh, call vote transcript for roll call 807. 
All right, this was recorded at 9-11-2019 at 8.37 a.m. So, again, this is the idea of doing the veto override, okay? Uh, and, of course, if the Senate decides they want to override it, too, then, well, we've got a budget that serves the few and does not serve the true citizens of North Carolina so much as it does the oligarchs. So, were there any eyes? Not from the Democrats. Were there no's from the Democrats that were there? Those were um, Democrats Ager, Autry, Batch, Belk, Brewer, Butler, Carney, Clemens, Everett, Galliard, Harris, Holly, Lofton, Smith, and Von Hafen. And they were saying, you know, we're here. Um, we took you at your word, and we didn't try to get our colleagues to come back and be with us today because we knew that they needed to take that moment, okay, whatever it was. Now, tons not voting, people who were not there or did not vote, Adcock, Alexander, Ball, Beasley, Black, Brockman, Clark, Cunningham, Dahl, Fisher, Floyd, Garrison, Gill, Graham, Harrison, Hawkins, Hunt, Hunter, Insco, Jackson, John, Logan, Lucas, Majid, Martin, Meyer, Montgomery, Morey, Pierce, Queen, Quick, Reeves, Richardson, Russell, R. Smith, Terry, B. Turner, Willingham, and Ray. They were not there or did not vote. Okay, um, Farmer Butterfield is a Democrat who had an excused absence. There were no no's on the Republicans. Republicans D. Hall, L. Johnson, Lewis, Stevens, and Yarborough did not vote. And Republicans Bell, Dobson, Elmore, Murphy, and Zachary had an excused absence. So here are the names of the Republicans who voted in this dirty, underhanded, slimeball move. They are House Republicans Adams, Arp, Barnes, Blackwell, Bowles, Brisson, Brody, Bumgardner, Carter, Cleveland, Conrad, Corbin, Davis, Dixon, Faircloth, Fraley, Goodwin, Grange, K. Hall, Hannig, Hardister, Hastings, Horn, Howard, Humphrey, Hurley, Eiler, Jarvis, J. Johnson, Jones, Kidwell, Lambeth, McElreft, McGrady, McNeely, McNeil, Speaker Moore, Pittman, Potts, Presnell, Rydell, Rogers, Ross, Sane, Sasser, Sauls, Setzer, Shepard, C. Smith, Special, Strickland, Zoka, Torbett, Warren, and White. There is not our hit list, but our shit list. The folks who were okay with doing such an execrable thing. Okay. Now, will this be fecund for them? Will it give them fertile results in terms of their agenda? I hope not. In fact, if anything, I hope this shows the citizens of North Carolina that the brand of Republicans that we have here are not about serving the citizen. They don't even care about democracy. They don't even care about keeping their word. All right, one of the reasons that they can get away with that and being apathetic and it being okay in their mind is because they feel like they've got your vote no matter what. And, you know, there's plenty of blame to go around in terms of 
keeping us partisan and keeping us divided, okay? It seems like there are plenty of Democrats who say if you don't agree with the hyper-liberal agenda and the, the, the ideas about race, gender, politics, uh, economics, uh, 100% like they do, then you can't be their friend. They don't want to even want to talk to you. I get that. Now, I've actually found my Republican friends to be more willing to speak with people who have different views than they do and to still consider them friends than what I've seen on the left. But I do feel like there's plenty of blame to go around in terms of that hyper-partisanship that we see. All right. So these Republicans say, you know what, it doesn't matter what we do, people want Republicans in there no matter what, and they will keep Democrats out of power no matter what. The problem is, this brand of Republicans is abusing power to the point that they do not show concern for their constituency, well, not the people anyway, all right, but the very few and those with that scratch. So we got to do something here, whether it's voting all Republicans out or looking for a different breed of Republican. We have seen the writing on the wall over and over and over again. What are we going to continue to do? Furthermore, is it to the point in North Carolina that our democracy has, our representative government has faded, has been wittered away so much that it doesn't matter what we do. That's the scariest thing, okay? I can curse and find, try to find as many different synonyms for poop as possible here. Uh, but the scary thing is, have we willfully given up so much of our power as individuals that we're at the point of no return? that we really do not live in a representative government or a democracy in North Carolina. And so, well, what we see is the Republican leadership, and the Democrats have been bad in the past too, okay? Hopefully they've learned from their mistakes. I don't want to uh, suggest that they haven't also done execrable things. But it's, it's been a while that as a group they have, okay? I think they've seen the error of their ways. Uh, but this is not serving the people of North Carolina. This is serving special interests and it shows, it shows the people of North Carolina exactly what type of Republicans they have. So if you're a Republican, you may be the most empowered person uh, in the state right now. You're not, you know, not necessarily um, uh, an oligarch or uh, someone who's living in a multi-million dollar house, but just a run-of-the-mill, everyday working Joe Republican. Uh, because you and the millions like you in the state may be able, if you decide, we don't want these types of Republicans. You may be able to change the Republican Party for the better by saying, hey, we want people who do not pull dirty tricks like this at a time when their peers are out honoring people who sacrifice their lives, all right, who were murdered in a terrorist attack, all right, we don't want people who are willing to sink so low as to trick people who are going out there to honor victims and honor those who made sacrifices. That's how you show that you are not the type of person who respects sacrifice. And I would like to think that being a public servant, and that's what I think politicians are supposed to be as public servants, would necessitate the attitude of knowing that some sacrifice is going to be involved. Not just the sacrificing um, things that are in your life, but sacrificing for other people, the majority, those who are not in power. So 
we got to do something. I am just absolutely disgusted. But unlike many of my friends on the left or who vote Democrat or are uh, unaffiliated, and by the way, I am an unaffiliated voter as well, I am not surprised. I've seen it from the outside as a native North Carolinian. Yes, I was actually born and raised in North Carolina. You may or may not believe that based on my accent or lack of an accent. Uh, but I've seen it from the outside. I've seen it from the point of view of my chosen field and how others were interpreting the actions in North Carolina. I've read those articles about how democracy died in North Carolina 10 years ago, 8 years ago. Uh, and so all I see is continued evidence of that. And I believe that these Republicans who gave their eyes, all right, and those who orchestrated this and those who lied to their peers need to leave. There should no longer be a place for them in public office in North Carolina. They need to be replaced. I'll leave it up to you with whether you think they should be replaced by Democrats, Libertarians, uh, Republicans, Independents, or what have you, but they have to go. This is inexcusable and unforgivable. Don't just take it from me. Let's see what other people are saying. This is an article from the editorial board of the News and Observer. The title that is North Carolina Republicans Shameless Theft of Democracy. It begins, the verdict is now plain. North Carolina's Republican legislative leaders, not actually leaders, but connivers, that's a great word, are beyond shame. In a stunning display of contempt for democracy, House Speaker Tim Moore, a Cleveland County Republican, called a surprise vote to overturn Democratic Governor Roy Cooper's veto of the state budget just after the session opened at 8.30 a.m. Wednesday. Most Democrats were absent, but enough Republicans aware of the secret plan were there when Representative Jason Sane, a Lincolnton Republican, made the motion to reconsider the state budget. The handful of Democrats on hand objected strenuously, but that didn't matter. The motion did pass. Jason Sane, may God have mercy on your soul. May you seek and be granted forgiveness on the ethereal plane, but may you not get it here while you still breathe. That was a dick move. There's no, really, there's no other way to say it. It was a terrible thing for you to do. You ought to be embarrassed. You ought to be haunted by the ghost of all who were slain or sacrificed on 9-11 because they were fighting particularly those who rushed in to save who they could save, to triage who they could triage. They were fighting for people. They were sacrificing their time, their energy, their lives to help this nation, those in need, to think about not themselves but the greater good. This was selfish. It was sacrilegious and I would not be surprised if you burn in hell for this move. You need to ask forgiveness, and I hope you get it from your maker, whom I guarantee you is ashamed of you right now. Just like every member of the great, or possibly once great, state of North Carolina is ashamed of you. And those who are proud of you for it, they should be ashamed too. Of course, this particular... Um, 
editorial has already used that word shameless to describe this quote-unquote theft of democracy. I'll get back into the article that says um, it passed 55 to 9. And, of course, now it's up to Democrats in the Senate to follow their conscience. Now, keep in mind, this is an editorial, so if it seems to have a certain slant, uh, that's okay, because it is not reportage, it is uh, editorial, so they can certainly do that. Uh, North Carolina House Speaker Moore defended the vote, but we already know what a sneaky snake he is. You know what? You know what surprises me about Tim Moore? I told you, I am not surprised about much in North Carolina politics. You know what surprises me about Tim Moore? I am surprised he is still buying suits with two legs and two arms. All he needs is a hole at the bottom and a hole at the top so he can slither his slimy ass up into that suit and then spew whatever slime and venom he's going to. He doesn't need the armholes. He doesn't need that extra leg hole. That's what surprises me about Tim Moore. This is from the Progressive Pulse. Uh, Billy Ball wrote an article called The Day Faith in North Carolina General Assembly's Republican Leadership Bottomed Out. And there's also a video. He says about yesterday, we will remember a lot of things about this day. We'll remember how North Carolina's Democratic State House representation, a large majority of which was missing Wednesday morning, at least one attending a 9-11 memorial, finally disintegrated in fury when Republicans held a stunning vote to override Governor Roy Cooper's budget veto. We'll remember the House Democratic leader, Wake County's Darren Jackson, repeating his assertion that Republicans told Democrats there would be no votes Wednesday. We'll remember how Raleigh's political media, media, a chronically jaded group, frantically scrambled to make sense of things. We'll remember an apoplectic Deb Butler, one of the few Democrats on the floor, decrying the vote as legislative staffers sought to no avail to calm her. And she said things like, how dare you do this, Mr. Speaker? And she continues, uh, it was sort of her Elizabeth Warren, she persisted moment. Uh, and I, the only thing that I'm surprised about there is that other Democrats didn't join her in sort of shouting, trying to shout down and call out these folks. Now, we'll see what happens with Deb Butler five years down the road, two years down the road, if um, this was sort of a politically savvy move uh, and her peers were supporting her furtherment in the political structure. But the only thing that surprised me was that there weren't more yelling, all right? Uh, and particularly... Uh, whenever you have a female voice get that assertive, I would like to see male voices jump in and be assertive with her in support. Now, to the credit, if you watch the video, you will see many of her male colleagues standing with her. There's another lady saying, hey, we don't want anyone to touch or give her space. So they're doing a good job of protecting her. But like I said, the only thing I'm surprised about is uh, that there were not other voices there. But there's any number of ways we can take it. We can see it in sort of the cynical, this was just another political uh, ploy to sort of further her career. Uh, we can see it in terms of sexism uh, in that uh, the men sort of sold her out, but I, I don't think that's what it is. All right, so let's give her the benefit of the doubt because she does deserve credit for being the one to actually stand up and say, I will not yield. And again, you can see the video of that if you search for it online. Kudos to Deb Butler and kudos to um, the well-meaning, if they were completely well-meaning, Democrats who were there as well. But let's get back into the article. It says, and we'll remember Tim Moore and Representative David Lewis, men who've deceived and manipulated North Carolinians before, gaslighting the minority party. 
There is absolutely, there absolutely was no announcement that there would be no voting this morning. Moore assured us, imploring us to trust him. Trust is gone. This group does not deserve it. To trust the leadership of North Carolina, the North Carolina General Assembly anymore is lunacy. Right. My only problem with this article is he's saying things like anymore or uh, stunned or it happened yesterday, right? No, this has been ongoing. As someone who's seen it from the outside, from states across the country, uh, trying to keep tabs on what was going on in North Carolina, as someone who came back, wisely or not, um, and is, is now trying to figure things out, and is also within sort of the education ballywick as much as people will let me be, despite my overwhelming qualifications. Uh, it is very frustrating, and, and, and I am not surprised. I am not stunned. I've been following Twitter, and some of my friends are saying, you know what, you can be stunned for a second and then not be surprised later on, and I get that. But the problem is, if you didn't see this coming, this sort of thing coming, what have you been paying attention to? Maybe you are an optimist above optimist, okay? Listen, many people think I'm a cynic. But I'm not a cynic. I think things can get better. I just don't think they're going to get better right now. I don't think things can't improve. I simply am anxious and worry that they can't improve. I worry that we have given too much away or we've let uh, our quote-unquote leaders take away the democratic process in North Carolina and that that cannot be fixed that cannot be adjusted and the only way to, to find democracy in the United States of America is to find another state that does it better. My worry though and there's some evidence that the Midwestern states um, have been looking to North Carolina is that other states particularly uh, where Republicans have power are looking at what we're doing and they're thinking yeah I've got to get me a piece of that we should do it the North Carolina way. North Carolina way is no longer honorable it's no longer citizen-centric it is execrable, it is abominable, and if they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions, I hate to fathom the idea of where these so-and-sos are going to go. Thanks, as always, to Ben Sounds for our intro music, Happy Rock. Knock, 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 there goes the dock. <laughs>